ready. Ready to take a ride. Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, you can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. That time has arrived for all two of you tuning in live from XLR. But hopefully we can pull better numbers as we move along. But as the word says, despise not the day of small beginnings. So God bless you too that are tuning in out there. And where two or three are gathered, and I've got two here in the studio with me, sons Jeremiah and Judah, the young baby prophets in training, we got more than enough for to qualify for your show will go live in five seconds. Are gathered Four, in his name. I'm the midst, Jesus says. Two, Do I hear it, amen? One. Yes, indeed. Blog Talk Radio. Okay. Let's get Brother Gary on. And I'm excited. Hello. I'm excited to have you on tonight, my friend. How are you doing, Brother Gary? Oh, this is Shannon. <laughs> Brother, I have, I am, uh, I have survived. I've survived. Praise Good. the Lord, despite the rumors that I, I have died. the book. Well, the book is uh, is unfolding day by day, but very slow. <laughs> um, All right. Um, still a work in progress, but I have accomplished one thing, which was um, I mentioned that I was doing some research. And uh, I finished my first big book, Brother Gary, that I've read maybe in, um, probably I've read in 15 years. That's probably true. Um, no, it hasn't been that long. At least 10 years. I finished uh, Derek Prince's book, The Blessing, The Curse You Choose. And I'm on uh, my next books, doing my research. Uh, the book is building in my soul, man. And when it's ready, it will pop out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but some great things have occurred, Brother Gary, since we have... They have. Since we have spoken. Yes, sir. I uh, I got some healing from my body. I praise the Lord for that. I had a thing called silent reflux. Brother Gary, it's similar to GERD or you've heard of the term acid reflux. And, yes. Uh, that thing had plagued me and dogged me for two years off and on. I found out oh, wow. that it was certain foods that was triggering that and being a little bit obese. So uh, in the time that I've been off, uh, the Lord has brought a healing to my body. Uh, I no longer have that battle, praise God, because that stomach acid was coming up the esophagus and it would burn my throat, brother. Now that acid... I had that. I had that. Well, then you know that... Extreme. Extreme. It's terrible. Gives you bad breath. Yeah. Your mouth smells like a garbage can. And I'm like, what is that? It's your stomach acid. And uh, it'll burn your throat, give you a sore throat. And if you don't take care of it, it can cause some esophageal damage. And uh, I had a really bad bout of it uh, that lasted two or three days. It was so bad, I had a liquid coming up. I could feel it. And I said, dear God, i got to make a change. So... That was the beginning, almost two months ago. God has taken me on a journey. Uh, My plan right now is to keep going. I want to lose 50 pounds at age 54 in 2024. I got back to the gym, 
haven't been to the gym in years. Started just a very light exercise program, mainly just walking, biking, and two dumbbells. That's it. Um, I'm on a new diet, and uh, God delivered me of my addiction to caffeine. When I say I had an okay. addiction, Brother Gary, I can't just drink one cup, brother. Give me four cappuccinos, and then I might drink a fifth one with you. I couldn't stop. Try as I might, just didn't work. And uh, I thought I might have a heart attack one night. I had cold sweats one night. Next morning, had a little bit of uh, pressure in the chest. I didn't know if it was gas, indigestion, or onset of a, a cardiac event. So make a long story longer, Brother Gary. I cried out to the Lord. I said, Lord, I've come this far, and I repent for abusing my body. Forgive me, deliver me, and I will not touch coffee again. I had to make a vow, Brother Gary, because I thought I was at the crossroads. And I figured, well, if I could save myself from a heart attack and I have to give up coffee, that's a small price to pay, but I need a miracle. So there are times where you will make a vow to the Lord, but if you make one, make sure you keep it. Don't make it and don't keep it. Bad to do that. So, Brother, I sacrifice coffee at the altar of the Lord. I will not drink it again. Until I meet Jesus in the New Jerusalem, if they have coffee, that is, and he wants to drink it with me. But uh, he healed me of that. I was back to the gym about a day later. Um, so in the time off, God has used that for a, re- a reset, if you will. Physically, mentally, um, he's doing a work on me. And I praise God for what he's doing and got a long way to go. But I'm here to testify that the Lord is good, and it's never too late uh, to make a change. Do it today. Fall the mercy of the Lord. If we confess our sins, it says he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all righteousness. And that's what he's done for me. He's helped me because I was almost to that point where the leper said to the leper, Brother Gary, he said, why sit here till we die? And I was half sick half dead on my way out prematurely in a body bag and I said if I don't make a change it's going to get a lot worse there's other issues that I was going through I won't spend any more time on it other than to say the time off was very fruitful Uh, God has also opened up a door Um, on the entrepreneurial side we've launched a company it's in the early stages but you got to start it you know start somewhere and uh I believe 2024 is going to be a good year to serve the Lord. Uh, my prayer is that we recover all that the enemy has stolen the past couple years and uh, go stronger for Jesus and put every demon to the sword. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Amen. Last... I concur with you. <laughs> well, praise God. I said a lot there. <laughs> but the Lord has done a lot for me. So... Um, it's been good, and uh, you like the title of my program tonight. I want to say first of all, it's we, you. Oh, it's you. Faith in action. Faith in action. Let me write that down. That's a beautiful title, folks. Welcome aboard tonight. We're just warming up. We got full time tonight with Pastor Gary Stafford. He's coming to you from JustInTimeMinistries.com. 
in South Carolina is where he's headquartered. And uh, we're glad to have Brother Gary back at a new time. By the way, uh, most of you know it, but if you're just coming back from a hiatus that I took, we're on a new schedule Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern till about 11. One day a week for international shows. I'm loving being back at night. That's where we started. And Brother Gary's on new schedule. He's got Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern, so mark that in your calendars every week. Brother Gary, you want to open us in prayer? I, oh, I love that. Oh, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we call upon you to clear the airways and prepare the hearts of our listeners to hear the promises of God and to be set free. That's right, set free from the lies and the plans of the enemy that have clouded our minds, our thinking at times. And we ask that we all bond together as we defeat the plans of the enemy as we soak up our spirits with the word of God and that's healing and God's call upon our lives. We bind all demons of hell calling upon each other and the angels of heaven that are there to bring forth the victory. That's right. The angels of heaven that are there to bring forth the victory and strengthen our spirits with guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the only begotten Son of God. Amen and amen. Amen. Welcome aboard, everybody. I'm telling you, this is going to be awesome awesome because it'll be faith in action and what you have heard from Shannon is his faith in action and he's gonna nail it to the cross and bring home the victory and uh, I'd like to say uh, you know since we've been off for a month Good day and good evening, fellow listeners. How in the world are you? Well, I have to say that because you're all over the world, and thank you for returning every week. And uh, we start 2024 today. Well, we had a couple of other days too, but uh, I want you to know that this is the start of my program this week with Shannon. That goes back eight years. And uh, first-time listeners, well, <laughs> welcome. We have a different guest most every week, and interesting that you should learn something you never knew before. I've been blessed many times by my guests. And later in the program, we'll be having worldwide communion as you may want to take 
a moment to get some bread or a cracker and some grape juice or some wine or whatever you'd be using. Some people get so excited, they'll just take water for the first time because they don't want to miss that moment of relationship with the Lord, that intimacy that's yours for the asking. So whatever you'll be using, and you know, the Lord is concerned, excuse me, with a repentant heart. You know, there's so much that we can do with a repentant heart to take that and communion with a reverent and repentant heart. Now, <laughs> I'm with our program, and it's about what's happening now and the time to come. Well, I'm telling you, as uh, Shannon shared, a major change is in the wind right now. But what is it? What would you say if I said it's your breakthrough? Your breakthrough. Yeah. Receive it and, and you know, be, again, victorious. That lies that you were told that were told time and again will be revealed again and the whole truth will be revealed and the plan of Satan's deception will also be revealed and uh, everybody will know the truth that truth will set you free. I'm telling you, I'm excited. And I tell you what, there's a lot of known politicians out there throughout the world that are going to be arrested and removed from their place of authority. Why? It's God's plan. Yeah. And it's his plan for a son who will not return to a mess like this. Yes, you and I know it. We've gone through a lot of stuff that I uh, try and find a nice word to say. <laughs> but uh, that is why he doesn't want you anxious. He doesn't want you concerned. He has it all under control. But you say, do I believe that? Well, I sure hope so. I sure hope so because God is about to change the universe and he's starting with this world and all the countries in it. There isn't any country that won't be affected. And when the breakthrough anointing occurs with the voice of the Lord that's heard, 
then revelation is going to be released. Oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you, it's all the truth and the word. You don't know the word? Well, you've got to know the promises of God because he wants you to have the peace that passes all understanding. First Corinthians two nine, for example, eye has not seen and ear has not heard, nor have entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared. What? All that God has prepared for those who love him. You're kidding. No. Eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, nor has entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love him. You are on a destiny, and God has all kinds of plans for you that you know nothing about. And I tell you, every person filled with the Holy Spirit is going to be filled with a breaker anointing and have access to this aspect of God. How about that? And you're worrying? <laughs> what about the Lord's Prayer? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, for thine in the kingdom and the power and the glory. That's what you got that's coming your way. When? Well, <laughs> you got to put your nose to the grindstone and, and commit yourself to what God is calling you to do. You say, oh, wait a minute, I don't do that. Yes, you will, because God will give you the power and the authority and the knowledge to do what he has called you to do. So, Something compels God into action to open the gates of heaven when faith is coupled with obedience. What? When faith is coupled with obedience. Ah, he's waiting for you to say, yes, Lord. You can show me how, I'll do it. All right? Something compels God into action to open the gates of heaven for <laughs> faith is coupled with obedience. Yeah. Faith is coupled with obedience. And it further states in Hebrews 11.6, look at these promises that you are receiving from God's Word. 
and without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. You know what's happening around the world? People are being visited at night. They're people of all faith. All faiths. And they're not good people. They're just God has chosen them to be a good person. And it may very well change what the people think of him or her. Yeah. But I tell you, when you get the visitation of Almighty God and his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you're going to see a breakthrough, a breakthrough that's related to increase, and it's resulting in renewal. Yes, renewal. In breakthrough, revelation does what? Explodes. That's right. And the church, you know, is the gate of heaven to come. Now, my church, well, I'm telling you, other churches are there right now. And if your church isn't giving you but social hours, then you need to move on. You need to hear the Word of God preached, the Word of God revealed, the Word of God given to you so that you may say, Yes, Lord. And breaking now will restore the tabernacle of David, which includes worship which includes intercession and the church body itself. Ah, that which held back the full manifestation of the presence and the power of God is on its way out. That's right. God is cleaning house. And I'll tell you, when he cleans house, you'll know it. It is said the church is about to receive a double portion with breakthrough. Well, where is that in Scripture? How about Galatians 5.22? And the fruit of the Spirit is part of an, our inheritance while there is a greater manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit. What do we mean, gifts of the Spirit? Well, ask the Lord. Well, what do you mean, gifts of the Spirit? Remember, you have a destiny, and you'll be using them. Well, how many gifts are there? Nine. Yeah, and you could have one or more. Oh, where do I find that? In First Corinthians 12? 
verses 4 through 11. And you will be suddenly finding yourself doing things that you saw others do, but never did yourself. Well, God has got a call on your life to prepare the way of his son's return, and he will use you in ways you never thought he would. Now, Each day we face trials and decisions as to what to do and when to do it and to whom. You see, God is waiting for you to ask him in faith, believing that he will help you if you would ask knowing that in Galatians 5.22, it says the fruit of the Spirit is love. The what? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You thought you'd never have self-control. Well, it's part of the passage. Against something, there is no law. And God will look on with favor on you. Why? Because you are acting and responding as a child of God. Who, me? Yes. And he decides who has it in him. And it's maybe not never been developed. You see, we live by faith and not by sight. And I ask you, be on your guard. Stand firm in your faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. That sounds like some kind of scripture. Well, it is. First Corinthians 16b. And God has already prepared you for this calling. You didn't know that, did you? All you have to do is to activate what he's giving you in faith. And God is calling you to respond. Listen to the call upon your life. Respond to that call. Why? Well, that's a good question. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love. Ephesians three, seventeen. Yeah. Powerful thing that love. You know why? Because God is love. He's your God, and he's your listener, and he is your provider.
He'll never let you go. Nor have you without food or water. He's taken the ravens and fed his prophets. Why couldn't he do it for you? Well, he's your provider and he's waiting for you in the image of his son. Now, it says in 1 Corinthians 15:58, Therefore be loved, <laughs> therefore be beloved, brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain, in the Lord. You mean what you do will count? And that he sees what you're doing? Yeah. That's right. And later on there's a further encouragement in First Corinthians 16, verses 13 and 14. Be on the alert. What? Be on the alert. Stand firm in faith. And like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. And we respond in faith. How about that? Well, what is faith? I mean, you say, what is faith? Okay, well, uh, I'll give you a verse. Uh, Hebrews 11.1. It states, faith is the sum of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Well, how can I believe if I can't see it? It's coming, my friend. It's coming, and it's coming to you. For faith is the sum of things hoped for, for the evidence of things not seen. How is this possible? Because God knows our needs. He knows our prayers. And he's your provider. If you know him, it goes on to say, Anyone, excuse me, anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Yes, it's God's gift to those who believe in him and we realize it as it says in his word. And uh, that's Ephesians 2.8. Yeah, Ephesians 2.8. For it is by what? Grace that you have been saved. Through faith. And it's not from yourself. It's a gift of God. How could you pass up a gift of eternal life 
by not believing in the Almighty God, the Creator of the universe. How awesome is our God? You see, He has a plan. He has a plan for your life. An awesome plan that you know nothing about. And it's called your destiny. How many people are born, live, and die and don't know they had a destiny to fulfill? Ah, but do you have enough faith? Well, if you don't have enough faith, then I would pray. Why? Well, prayer will save you out of your troubles. Have a relationship with God. Have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. And prayer can unlock the treasure ship, the treasure chest of God's wisdom. And prayer is a channel of power. You didn't know that, did you? Yes, power to do anything that you have been asked to do by the Lord. And the full intimacy of prayer with your Father in Heaven. Wow. I didn't know I could have that. Well, just remember, I walk walk with the Lord is by faith, not by sight, and we'll be called to do things beyond our understanding. But the Lord will not call us to a task that he doesn't first equip us. If he says heal this person, it's not you that are healing the person, It's God using his hands to work through the healing of that person. Peter found that when he was going into the temple and somebody had been born unable to stand. And he said, silver and gold have I none, but just in the name of Jesus Christ, Our Lord, stand up and walk. Oh, my God. That's a story, isn't it, from the Bible? Yes. And our walk is a walk of faith. And you can do it. The Lord will equip you. He is your provider, and he loves you in such an immense way that it's beyond your comprehension and your understanding. What all-consuming love does God have for you? Well, if you don't spend time with him, you'll never know. In the meantime, pray for others who don't know the Lord. You see, they're missing out. They didn't know 
like you didn't know, like I didn't know. Yes, remember, they're gods that they have been praying to have tombs too, but they're occupied. Ah, the tomb of our God is empty because Jesus Christ on the third day arose from the dead and went to be with his Father in heaven sitting at the right hand of God. Why, God, why don't I know these things? Well, it's there for the asking. You know? But the gods that I talk about, those tombs are full, and their gods don't offer their followers eternal life like the Lord Jesus Christ does for those who believe in him. And they don't call them sons. They don't call them daughters. Isn't that awesome? Our eternal life is a gift, not earned by goodness or good deeds. No, this is a gift, a gift to you and a gift to others who know about it. And you may be the one to bring light where there is darkness. It's life eternal. It says in Ephesians 2, 8, For by grace you've been saved through faith, and not of yourself. It is a gift of God. How about that? Isn't that awesome? So when I say in Hebrews 11, 1, Faith is the sum of things hoped for. Hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. What happens in verse 2? Well, by faith we understand that the world was prepared by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. It was God's plan. And he had a plan to play in it. He called it God's destiny for our lives. Oh my God. This is so overwhelming. Yeah. And then and, and you want to know something that might happen in your church? James 5.14 is there anyone among you sick? Let them call upon the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. Well, I've never done that. Well, you're going to, because that's God's plan. You're going to be his hands extended. And it says in James 5:15, and the prayer offered in faith 
will restore the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, oh, I thought there'd be an answer, they will be forgiven him. You're kidding, no? So many have lost their healing because of doubt, and others never received it because of unbelief. That man who stood outside the temple and stood for the first time, silver and gold had they none. He was a beggar. That's how he made it. But they gave him not silver and gold, but they talked healing to his ankles and he stood for the first time in his life. Wow. So goes the world, but you don't have to be ensnared in that crap of unbelief. For you are the Lord's disciples, and he's calling you just as he called them. Oh, my God. And having summoned his 12 disciples, he gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal. What? To heal every kind of disease. You're kidding. No. Every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. There is nothing God can't do. And Shannon will see the new him because he's made a decision to put it all down in favor of the Lord. And uh, he sent them out, ironically, in pairs, the Lord Jesus Christ did, with nothing more than the clothes on their back, two by two. That's what happened yesteryear. What about you today? Well, it says in Mark 6, verses 12 and 13, and you're hearing the promises of God, and they went out and preached that men should repent, and they were casting out demons and anointing with oil many sick people and healing them, being faithful in our calling. Who's calling? You're calling. And that's scriptural and that's truth. My God. It's time to start growing, growing in faithfulness. You can be trusted. He knows that. He's already chosen you. 
you can be counted on. And then when those that grow angry or cop an attitude, you're still patient. You're still kind. And you love them in spite of themselves. And why? Because God has called you to be that. People can feel comfortable around you because they can trust you. And you listen to what others think. How many times you've not heard anybody say anything but what's on their mind? A good listener is what you have to be. You're on time and you take responsibilities seriously and you accomplish the work set before you doing it as unto the Lord. Oh, my God. Knowing that the only human and you will make it make mistakes along the way. You're a man of or a woman of your word, committed in committing to letting the light and the love of your faith in Jesus Christ come forth. Oh. How about that? Causing others to want what you have and then to share the word of salvation in such a compassionate way that would please the Lord that not a single one would be lost. Yes. A one who wrote a book is going to be on our program in the next two months. This is what he told me. Yes, about faithfulness. And that was Pat Barron. And you'll hear about his new book. Can you call yourself faithful? Well, I don't know. Faithfulness has got to grow. Will it grow within you? I believe it will. And in Hebrews 12, 12, it says, Let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us. You ever had that problem? Yeah. We all have. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Amen. Amen. Huh. Well, just barely had time to talk about that. But I want to tell you, there is a way that you had to start. And in John three sixteen, seventeen and eighteen it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever whoever 
believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's amazing. Everlasting life? Just because you believed in him? Yes. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world should be saved through him. And he that believeth is not condemned. You see, the word says it just the way it is. John three sixteen, seventeen and eighteen. And that is the door to eternal life. Now, you wanna say that? Take it into your heart. And that way Jesus will be within you. Lord Jesus Christ. I ask you to come into my heart because you are the only begotten Son of God and that you died on the cross for my sins and that conquering death you rose again on the third day to go to sit with God the Father at his right side. And Lord Jesus Christ, I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. And I will live the rest of my life for your glory. Come, Lord Jesus Christ, come and give me the, the gift of the Spirit that I may be ready to serve you. Amen. And I tell you, we talked about worldwide communion. And I want you to know that First uh, Corinthians eleven twenty three through twenty six leads us in communion. Now you can say it many ways, but this is the basic for those who are doing it for the first time. For I have received of the Lord, which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. By your strife, I am healed. And Lord, 
in the same manner he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. And Lord, it is the blood shed on the cross that now covers my sins and are remembered no more, washed clean in the blood of the Lamb of God that was slain. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Lord. I added a little bit there. And I wanted to say something to you. And uh, it's about relationship. The power, the power that we talked about. All right? And faith in action. In Second Corinthians 6, it says in verse 2, for he saith that I heard thee in a time accepted, in a day of salvation, have I secured here the acceptance. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You see, God knew that some of you wanted to come into that day of salvation, and he gave it to you today. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. It goes on to say in verses 16 and 18, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols for you. Ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. What? I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wait a minute. Say that again. And what again... <laughs> What agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. You heard that? And I will be a father unto you. 
and you shall be sons and daughters with the Lord Almighty. Let me say that again. I will be a father with you, verse 18, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Oh, God. So much to share and so freely is it given to those who want to know and want to be a part of God's creation for his return. I told you he's coming back and many of you will know him and see him for he's coming back at a time that you do not expect. And I want to tell you that in Ephesians 3.20 it says now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us. Where? Within us. You're kidding. Within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might think or ask. Oh, my God. You see? You see what's happened? And those eight gifts, those nine gifts, you know, those nine gifts are already waiting for you because God is going to use at least one of them in you in first eleven <laughs> first Corinthians twelve verses four through eleven. And what will the gifts be? Gifts of faith, a gift of healing, a gift of working of miracles, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, discernment of spirits, and the vocal gift like the speaking in tongues, talking to the Lord spirit to spirit when it sounds like gibberish, but your God knows every word you've spoken. And the interpretation of tongues and prophecy, you're kidding, no. He's given the word of prophecy to many a person of what is going to be happening. And I will tell you, I'm not a prophet, but you are going to see things that you never thought you would see. And so now, Shannon Davis, we turn it over to you. 
Praise God. What a powerful message tonight. Folks, welcome aboard if you are just tuning in with us. And we've got Brother Gary in at a new time every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern. I hope that you will join us each week. Brother Gary, how do people, again, contact you and your ministry, and how can they support your work? Well, Just In Time Ministries is the name of the uh, the, <clears throat> the website, justintimeministries.com, and uh, the email, if you should want prayer, we'll, go, we'll walk you through it. Just in time ministries fifteen at gmail dot com. Just in time ministries fifteen at gmail dot com. And yes, we have to support the move of God in uh, Omega Man Radio. We have to support it in the field. So if you want to support it, it's Gary Stafford, JustInTimeMinistry.com, and uh, walk with the King and be a blessing. Amen. Brother Gary, you're a true blessing to us in the body of Christ. Thank you for coming on tonight. Powerful word. We love you and your family, and we're going to look forward to being with you again next week, my friend. God bless you. God bless you. See you soon, <laughs> my friend. And love you. Love you, too. Doing a great job. All right. Thank you, brother. Good Gary. night. That was Gary Stafford. Folks, um, he's a true warrior for Jesus. I want to thank all the speakers that come on this program. We would not have a program without you. Not much of a program. I'd be able to do one show. But I want to thank all those that are working with us to make the marathon a possible uh, make it possible thank the Lord Jesus Christ first of all apart from him we can't do anything well we've got more coming up we're going to take a break go to a song read some word and then coming up at um, 9 o'clock Eastern we're going to do a broadcast with King Rand Ritchie he'll be coming on doing a teaching and if we have callers out there in the second line, we're going to open up Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk has been on the blink a while, but it seems to be working again, so just in time for us to come back. Thank God for that. And if you need prayer tonight, we'll have that open line for you around 10 p.m. Eastern. I'll put out some more announcements as we get closer to that. Okay, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to save this program, and we're going to be right back. <laughs> 